Hello and welcome to Morgan's First Time, a movie podcast where me, stand-up comedian and avid movie lover Josh Florhog, introduces his girlfriend, Morgan Lee. Hello, hello. To all the movies that she didn't see as a kid. And boy, is there a lot. So many. But we strayed this week. We did. We did stray away from the old classics and... uh... We watched no classic movies. No Because we went to my mom's for Thanksgiving... And we ended up staying longer, and then I had a couple shows, so we didn't get to watch one of the classics. No. But we did watch two movies in one day, and that's what we're going to talk about. So this is a special holiday Thanksgiving edition of Morgan's First Time, because we're going to watch the movies that my sister and mom agreed with us to watch. Yes. We're doing a double feature. We're going to cover two movies this time. Obviously, we'll still have Snack Corner, which is going to be a super extra Snack Corner, because we're going to talk about all the movies we had on the snack, on the trip. All the movies we had on the snacks. All the snacks we had on the trip. There we go. It's been, I'm, my brain doesn't work anymore. Struggle bussing. But we watched two movies. We watched Happiest Seasons, which is the 2020 uh, Hulu original movie starring Kristen Stewart, Mackenzie Davis, and I guess Dan Levy is how it was brought to us. Yeah. Dan Levy's in it for about four seconds. Not enough Dan Levy. (laughs) And then we watched Judy. The Oscar-nominated film that I did not get to see, the 2019 Oscar-nominated film that I didn't get to see in the theater starring Renee Zellweger, obviously the semi-autobiographical film about The Wizard of Oz star Judy Garland. Yes. So which one do you want to start with, Morgan? Because I have opinions about both, and I know you do too. I think we should start with The Happiest Season, because that is the one we watched first. All right. Happiest Season, you guys. I don't know if you've seen the trailer for it, or if you have Hulu, check it out, because it's the most advertised thing. What were your pre-thoughts on this movie? Because we'll still do it in the format of our podcast. Um, Watching the trailer, I was like, I am so 100% into this movie, because obviously we just finished watching Schitt's Creek, and Dan Levy is extraordinary and i think that i was really excited for like a case to dan levy friendship movie and that is not what we got no it's not what we got i knew it was a love story about kristen stewart mackenzie davis's characters abby and harper and i knew that their their super hilarious best friend was john which is played by dan levy and that's what i thought we were going into is like a really cute christmassy rom-com movie it was going to be more queer centric which i was very cool with and that was what we were going to get to see and i couldn't have been more just one this movie's not a romantic comedy it is not two this movie gave me huge ptsd (laughs) i it did not give me that but it was not the rom-com case to dan levy friendship i was really anticipating yeah um i'll just give a quick synopsis basically case Stu's character is dating harper mackenzie davis's character and um harper's like hey do you want to come home with my family for christmas and she's like yeah of course i do and she's like of course i do i want to go with you for christmas and then halfway on the trip which seemingly is a couple hour drive spoiler alerts Spoiler alerts all over the place for this movie. If you haven't seen it yet and you don't want us to spoil it, stop listening right now. Yeah, watch this movie first. <laughs> but uh, real shitty, she's like, hey, remember how we're girlfriends for a couple of years? Yep, didn't tell my parents like I told you because I'm a piece of shit. 
Yeah, remember how I lied and said I told my parents and they were super great about it? Nope. Yeah, they also don't know that I'm gay. So I'm going to have to just pretend you're my weird orphan friend because we're going to really play up that your parents are dead. Which is the shittiest thing to ever do to somebody. And she made it sound like when she, I think when she told them, she like made it sound like her parents had just died because everybody was like giving her all these condolences. And she's like, it happened when I was 19. Yeah. Well, they made it seem like she was an orphan. Like her parents died when she was eight and she lived in foster care. Like she's Batman, but poor. (laughs) (laughs) But no, she said they died when she was 19. You're already. Yeah. And she was going to an Ivy League school. So she was fine. Yeah. Like, I mean, it sucks that her parents were dead. I'm sure there's a lot of emotional trauma, but like financially and just like as a state of society. They never tell you how her parents died. No, that was weird. Yeah. They, they really like laid into her parents being dead as a sympathy thing, but never went into her parents being dead. That was the first thing I hated about this movie. Second thing was the whole closet girlfriend type shit. Yeah. Because I was in that. I dated a girl whose family was from India. And when we went to go stay with her family, we had to lie and say we didn't live together and say we were like just casually dating. And it was like such a fucking weird thing because. That seems so strange to me too, though, because like I would never bring somebody home for a holiday that I was casually dating. Yeah. Or, like, who was your friend, and then you had to build up their... The orphan thing, I guess, is why she got to go with, but, like... Oh, yeah, I would bring a friend home, and... It's, it's but kind like, of, like, spitting in the face of... Their whole relationship. Yeah, the whole relationship. I really hated all of that, the, which made me hate this whole movie. So Harper's parents were played by the people who play parents in every single movie. Yeah. <laughs> Victor um, Garber and uh, Mary Stephenburn. Yeah. Mary Stephenburn is from... Grow, uh, not Grown Ups... <laughs> They are grown-ups in the movie. <laughs> Step Brothers. And then... Um, Victor Garber has been in so many things. Yeah, he was Clifton in Shit's Creek. He was in Titanic. Yes. Um, everything. So... Oh. Yeah, so it doesn't stop there in the lies and deceit. Uh, because her parents are still trying to hook her up with her high school boyfriend, Connor. And even when she hangs out with Connor... This was the thing that pissed me off the most, is even when... Uh, Mackenzie Davis's character would go out and hang out with her friends. She wasn't like, all right, my parents aren't here. This is my girlfriend. She was just like, this is just some weird orphan I hang out with. Her roommate. Yeah, her roommate. And that was like the real shitty part is that like she kept not bringing it up. And then later they run into her ex-girlfriend. Who knows immediately what's going on. Yeah, yeah, because she was in the same boat. And I guess uh, this is why I hate the main character. Because the main character isn't Kristen Stewart. It's Mackenzie Davis. So uh, she had a girlfriend before in high school in high school. And then when everybody found out, she just called her uh, a dyke, I guess, the whole time. Creepy, obsessive, creepy, obsessive lesbian girl. And then just ruined her high school career as opposed to coming out. So like real shitbag of a person. Yeah. The ex-girlfriend doing great. She's at John Hopkins, going to be a doctor. Yeah. It's really successful after. I was really hoping this whole movie that Kay Stu's character would break up with her and start dating Aubrey Plaza's character because they could be super, uh, their lives ruined by the same girl. And that would have been a cute story at their wedding. They would have been like, so this girl uh, ruined my high school life. And then she'd be like, oh, and then the same girl took me to her family and called me a weird orphan. I don't know that they would tell that story at their wedding. They should. The cast of this movie was fantastic. Besides the ones that we've already named, there's also Allison Brie. Yeah, who plays um, the stuck-up sister. The stuck-up sister. and Who has a falling-apart marriage. Um, this movie's really anti-parent. It is. It is. 
the dad is running for mayor of the town. So like they are, the whole Christmas season is about his image and uh, securing donors. Which is weird because I have a friend who ran for mayor. I don't know what kind of town this is. I don't know if he's running for the mayor of New York City, which they're in a small town, so it wasn't. My friend ran for mayor of like a medium-sized suburb. I think, And but, he got to do whatever he wanted. Or maybe he was beyond that and he was running for congressman. No, he was running for mayor. mayor. Yeah. But it was obviously, it was on the East Coast. So it was like very, a prestigious city, probably. Yeah, it was like a very waspy type situation going on who is your favorite character in this movie mm, the twins <laughs> oh the two little kids <laughs> no i think the allison breeze character might have been one of my favorites because she's, she's so catty she's so well she's so catty because she's also hurting it's like she she was a, a successful lawyer her husband was like top of the class at yale and they quit their their jobs as lawyers and now they create gift gift experiences and like Gwenny picked them up for goop and stuff and so she's like trying to make it sound like she's amazing and like an amazing mom but like she clearly misses being her own person and having her career and also she's in the middle of a divorce so she's like trying to like hold it all together for Christmas and her kids are shit yeah I really hated her character (laughs) I like Jane, because Jane reminded me of the brother in Wedding Crashers. <laughs> the one who was like, I'll be in my room painting. <laughs> Homo things. She just wanted everybody to like her. And she yeah, was she just was so, so weird. and so like weird and just... Like, I mean, definitely, like... Definitely uh, a product... Autistic. I don't know about that. I think more a product of their upbringing, because it was very clear that the oldest daughter was the mother's favorite and that Harper was the father's favorite. Like yeah, very, so, very obviously. So she and, just like didn't. And do they a... both weren't very nice to her as the middle child. And I think that that is why she feels like the kid who slept in the closet. Yeah. Little, that's why... little Harry Potter action. Yeah. That's why I liked her so much. Cause I was like, no one likes this girl. Well, They put her room in the basement. Cause her night terrors would wake everybody up. Yeah. It's weird. Just like the weird kid from wedding crashers. That's why it's so funny. Dan Levy is not in this movie at all. Dan Levy's job is just to watch uh, Kristen Stewart's pets. They're not even her pets. She was pet sitting. Oh yeah, she's pet sitting for someone else, so and then, then she pets it, and then she like asks him to watch yeah. the pets so she can go home for Christmas. Sublets the pets, and he kills most of the pets. Just the fish, which is sad because like fish, like you can tell. Fish don't look the same. But he's a good friend, and he comes, like, when she tells him what's going on for real, like, he Yeah, comes... spoiler alert, um, it gets stupid sappy at the end. And that's what I hated, is that it was this whole movie where, like, the Harper character sucks so much, but then Dan Levy's character is like, oh, it's hard for some people to come out, your parents were supportive, so that's why she's treating you like shit totally. And that should be okay with you if it's worth, if you really love her. And it's like, no, that's kind of, I mean, I see both sides. Yeah. There's like, like, there's like, there's a fine line. The friends thing is what upset me. Like I get not telling your parents because there could be something with that. Yeah. But you should be able to tell your friends. Yeah. You should be able to tell your friends that you're at least gay or bi, especially if you've had a girlfriend for two years. Yeah. Like if you're new to the game and you're still trying to feel it out and just go on some dates, like, yeah, maybe we don't, don't fully jump out yet. Until you, until you get the, the thing. But if you're in a relationship where you're saying I love you, you should probably tell some of your close people. Yeah, you live together. Yeah. I just, 
Um, I, yeah, and I'm the same way. Like, I get, like, what he say. He's like, how was it when you told your parents? And she's like, it was wonderful. It was great. He's like, yeah, well, my dad kicked me out. So I can see why she wouldn't want to tell them. And then especially when, like, everything comes, like, every sister is hiding, like, this big major thing because of how... Except for Jane, because she's well, already herself. Yeah, but also, like... No one likes her because she's herself. She freaks out. No one out. wants to be Jane. She freaks out and, like screams at every like everybody too like because she just wants to be included so like there's there's something going on with all of them yeah and and then obviously the parents have their little like come to jesus moment or whatever you know like where they're like oh our family should be more important than anything else like it doesn't it's not gonna change instantly overnight like that like yeah the dad just like all of a sudden okay with divorce and homosexuals because he slept on it yeah i the mom i get a little bit because she also seems like she is pretty, well, she was, because she's like, I want to do karate. I want to do these things. And it's not deemed elegant, so I'm not allowed to be my authentic self. And so she, like, gets where her daughters are coming from. But the dad's like, I hate you. Like, won't talk to anybody. And then the next morning comes down for Christmas and it's like, I told her, or, like, wants to be part of their family. And then the donor lady calls and she's like, if your daughter can hide her sexuality, I'm in. And he's like, well, no, but yeah, that's not how it really would, really would have gone. <laughs> he would have been like, yeah, okay, I'll tell her. Which, do you think your parents would care about any of those things? About like a divorce or you being gay or anything? Um, I don't know. I don't think so. You think if you were, if you were like, if I was like a lady, you would tell your parents? Well, I would tell them and then whatever they did... You wouldn't, you wouldn't be like, you're my weird orphan friend. No, that wouldn't be... <laughs> you wouldn't do that. Kind. <laughs> no, it's a mean thing. What if uh, What if we got married and then divorced? Would, you, would I just have to keep coming to Christmas forever? No, absolutely not. Because your dad's running for mayor. My, well, one, my dad is never going to run for mayor. Um, we're already seen as the not-so-up-and-ups in the town we live in. <laughs> Because we own a bar. Yeah, but... you should have you should have led with that. You're like, we're not on the ups and ups because <laughs> my family sells meth. No, because <laughs> um, my dad's a drug dealer. Because my dad owns a bar, and I am from a very religious community where it's against their religion to drink alcohol. Oh, so you could be as gay and divorced as you are. Probably you get divorced from three ladies. <laughs> um, my parents are cool. My mom's cool. Your mom wouldn't care at all. I never really talked to my dad. I stopped talking to my dad when I was a little kid because he is uh, homophobic. And I got my ear pierced because I liked Michael Jordan. That's why I got a pierced. Everybody has a reason. (laughs) That's the most embarrassing part. None (laughs) of this story that I'm going to tell that's super sad hurts my feelings at all, except for that I got my ear pierced. And then uh, immediately, because you're supposed to keep the stud in when you get it pierced. I think I was in like fourth grade, you know, for like six months. Yeah. Immediately, my mom popped a cross earring. and Not religious at all, but I wanted to wear a cross earring because Michael Jordan did. Well, obviously. That makes... I mean, it's not embarrassing. People... People idolize celebrities and athletes and they want to be like them. Yeah, especially, especially when, when you're a kid. kid. Yeah, you're yeah. fourth grade. So I got my ear pierced and, um, and my dad didn't see me for like a month. He offered me, I think, $100 when I was in fourth grade to take it out. And he called me the F word a bunch of times. And then I just was like, nah. And I had my mom come pick me up. And I didn't see him for a long time. And yeah. then I didn't see him for a long time after that. And then, like, I saw him for a little bit. And I was like, this guy sucks. So now I don't see him at all. <laughs> like, yeah, he's a sucky person. He definitely doesn't get to run for mayor. But he definitely would be this person. Oh, for sure. Your mom isn't. She no. doesn't care. My mom just wants us to be happy. She does. If I if I had a girlfriend and a boyfriend, and I was like, mom, these are my girlfriend and my boyfriend. My mom would be like, 
I don't know if I have a place for everyone to sleep. Or <laughs> that would be your mom's concern. She'd be like, um, I wasn't expecting another person. I didn't get that many snacks. Yeah, my mom would just need to know what everybody wanted to eat. Yeah. It would just stress my mom out if I had two significant others. Because my mom wants everybody. And this is why we didn't get to watch a movie for the podcast. Because my mom's whole thing is comfort. My mom's the most comfortable house in the world. Her house isn't built like normal parents' houses where there's rooms you can't sit in. My mom, every square inch is a place you could take a nap. It is. My and mom then... has like shag carpet, <laughs> like rugs everywhere over her carpeting so you can lay on the floor if the you want to. softest blankets and pillows. Yeah, my mom like, just has fleece everything we everywhere. We just snacked and napped and... Yeah, we just snacked and napped. Yeah, so and you, built a puzzle. You're, you're truly correct. Your mom's biggest concern would be like, you need to tell me ahead of time <laughs> because I want to make sure we yeah. have enough pillows for bedtime, and then I have the snacks that they like. I'm going to be like a girlfriend and a boyfriend? What are they eating? <laughs> you have two people now i got to learn what they like? And then, like, the next year would be fine. It's just dick. <laughs> they're just they're eating dick. <laughs> Yours. My mom would not like if I said that. <laughs> she would think it was very funny. My mom thinks sex talk is hilarious. Because <laughs> I think I said that when she's like, what's Morgan's snack? I go, this dick? And she just laughed and laughed. She's like, oh, my God. My mom's oh. just totally desensitized towards anything I say. Wow. Living with you is... Yeah, desensitized. <laughs> I hated this movie, but you liked it. Um, I I liked it. I think I would, if I would have been writing it, I would have made Abby and Riley and up together. Also, these names were just very, like... The mom's name is Tipper. Like Sloan, Tipper Gore. Sloan. Yeah. It's, like, all it's very, it's very Waspies. Hampton's names. Maybe that's what, maybe he's running for the mayor of the Hamptons. Probably. It's probably some Connecticut, like, East Coast, like, where Princeton or Yale is. Yeah. I don't know where those colleges are. <laughs> They're both not on the East Coast. <laughs> those are both in Chicago. And I'm like, no, get on the East uh, Yale is in New Haven, Connecticut. Oh, it could be there. It could have been there. Yeah. Because uh, that was, like. she goes to John Hopkins. The, yeah, the one girl does. And then, um. Kristen, but was she, yeah, she could have been home for the holidays, too. It was Christmas time. Kristen Stewart's character is going to Carnegie Mellon. Yes. So. John Hopkins University is in Baltimore, so it's probably in that that rich area somewhere. Yeah, yeah. So, oh. um, what do you think? Will you? I would give it like, I would probably give it like a five, five or six. Like I love, I liked it because I like K. Sue and I like Dan Levy so so much, and I think that if there would have been more, I also love Aubrey Plaza and Allison Brie. It, like it's just, yeah. the, I really liked the cast. I loved and, everybody in this movie. I just didn't think that. Uh, and maybe they did too good of a job making me hate everybody for the reasons that they hated everybody. Maybe that was the point is I should have hated this movie. And that's why I'm so woke. <laughs> because I hated this movie. Hmm, yeah. Maybe the movie's built for me to hate it. Maybe. Or it was pointless. There was a bunch of things that were pointless. The most pointless thing was um, Harper's character hangs out with her ex-boyfriend till two in the morning. And like Abby just goes to her house to go to sleep. And she tries to like, she's like, hey, do you want to come home? I'm tired. And she's like, no, I'm going to hang. And they catch up for five hours, and she never brings up that she has a girlfriend or kisses him. I didn't like that it didn't go one way or the other. Yeah. Like, she, they never started enough turmoil. Like, she was always kind of a faithful girlfriend without saying she had a girlfriend. Which yeah, was, she wasn't. Which she was wasn't, cute, but, like. Wasn't, like, cheating on her. She kept being in these situations where it seemed like she was cheating. Yes. So I didn't like that. I, I wanted it one way or the other. Yeah. There was no. Yeah. No, um strife going on between yeah. them there. I'm going to give it like a four, but it maybe it's a six because it made me sad. Yeah. Maybe it should have made me sad. I mean, I it made me sad too. There's a lot of moments of levity, like though, when she was trying to sneak up to 
uh, Harper's when Abby's trying to sneak up from the basement to, to Abby's room and she like hides in the closet and then yeah they hook up one night I guess that was kind of cute they do yeah. the, they do the whole like hiding from the parents to hook up yeah which um back to it's weird to be on a podcast with my girlfriend talk about a situation with my ex-girlfriend eh. because it, it fits with this movie so well is we <laughs> did have to sleep in different rooms and we did have to do like the sneaky thing mm where we like took a shower together and hooked up. And then we hooked up one other time, like in a whole different room that wasn't each of the rooms we were sleeping in. Cause like we could sneak away. That sounds very complicated. It was like her parents office, <laughs> but it was like, it was like, on they had a giant house. They were like these, this family, they're very wealthy and they had a, a giant house. So like, it was like really far away and hidden. Uh-huh. So it was easy to sneak away there. Oh, well at my house, it was just like, Okay, Josh is sleeping in Morgan's room, whatever. Yeah. yeah, they weren't like, they were like, if the bed's too small, there's, I guess, another bed, but that bed sucks. <laughs> and that bed did suck because I had a surgery once, so I had to sleep by myself because I couldn't be touched. And I slept in that bed and I went home. Yeah. And then when we went, <laughs> we were at Josh's mom's house this weekend, I slept on the air mattress and Josh slept on the. Just so we could sleep away from each We've other. Gotten We've gotten to the point. Too much time together in our COVID. relationship. We're like, I can see you. For, that's cool and i yeah i sat on I a bar on... stool the whole time at my mom's house so morgan could sit on the couch with my mom so i just wasn't near anybody <laughs> she had so much spare room i took up that entire air mattress too yeah <laughs> yeah we slept apart just because we're the opposite of this we're two, we're two together and my mom knows it and we're like we just want to be apart <laughs> all right well that was the first movie we watched we watched it all right and now let's get into some snacks and then we'll talk about the second movie. Yeah. Hello and welcome to the Snack Corner Special Edition. Snack, snack, snacks. Oh, we ate so many snacks and good things this weekend. Yeah, we're just not even covering snacks. We're just covering all the meals we ate while in Arizona on vacation. Because we have favorite places and we ate at all of them, unfortunately. Which I've been running every day and it's destroyed all of that. <laughs> I think fortunately. Um, there's a sports bar that has super delicious food in the Phoenix area. There's a bunch of them. Yeah, Zips. Zips. And I was like, I told Josh, I was like, that's what I want for my birthday. Because it was also my birthday this weekend. And um, I got the chicken focaccia sandwich. And it's like honey mustard chicken with bacon and cheese. And oh, so good. Yes. And I got the Monaco, which is basically ranch and chicken and cheese and bacon. And then uh, jalapeno cream cheese dipping sauce, which is awesome. Yes. And then we got fries and onion rings. And then we got chicken roll-ups, which are like just a chicken stuffed wonton. Yeah. They're like a, a green, green, green chili, chili. Chi- chicken wonton. Yes. Yeah. Super good. So good. So that was the first meal. <laughs> and uh, we were sad because we weren't going to get to go to my favorite pizza place, which is Oregano's. But my mom and sister were at lunch there while we were at lunch at Zips, and they brought home half a pizza. So we had that for dinner. So we had that for dinner. We got to eat a ton. I had Gus's pizza because that's where I performed. It was super good. I had one piece because after you had oregano, you're kind of just like, eh. Yeah. And then, oh, we went to our favorite breakfast place. Yes, we went to Snooze. Oh, if you, so good. If you live in the Southwest, there's Snoozes. I want to say Colorado, Southern California, Arizona. I think New Mexico. And then I believe New Mexico, yeah. yeah. And there's snoozes, and they're awesome. I believe there's one in Vegas as well. I think there is, yes. Yeah. So definitely check it. It's the best breakfast you can have. So they do like all sorts of crazy things. Like Josh did um, Benedict, but you can do two different 
Yeah, they have a Benedict, Benedict menu. They don't just have an Eggs Benedict. They have a Benedict uh, menu. Eight different types, and you can pick two of them. Yeah, you can mix and match. Um, you can do a pancake flight. And they have, like, what, 15 kinds of pancakes you can get? Yeah. I did the sweet potato bacon smash up and it was like a whole sweet potato that they roasted and then grilled. So it was crispy. And then they covered that with avocado and really yummy bacon and a poached egg and a pep black pepper maple syrup and pickled onions. <laughs> so good. Yeah. We eat there all the time. And then I had this like fresh pressed juice, fresh pressed orange juice, pineapple and grapefruit juice. I believe it yes. was the vitamin C defense up because COVID yeah. is still real. So I felt if I drank that, I'll be fine forever. And we were on the patio outside. Yes. Social distance. We social distance ate outside on the patio. So <laughs> it was great. So we felt safe and we got to eat good food. Yes. And then Thanksgiving. Yeah, Thanksgiving we went nuts because it was Morgan's birthday. It's my birthday, so, so we started. We started with donuts. And Starbies because obviously. Um, and they were so good. They were like a small donut shop by your mom's house. and My mom goes overboard of food. She bought like 12 donuts for the four of us. Yeah, And they're gigantic donuts. We each ate one <laughs> and brought the rest home, which we've ate, eaten throughout the week. So that's been good. And then for the dinner, we ordered from Maggiano's. And yeah, we had Maggiano's Thanksgiving, and it was top 10 Thanksgivings I've ever had. It was the best turkey I've ever eaten. The turkey was so fucking moist. The ham was really good, and it was in a ham juice, so it stayed moist. It's like a brown sugar. Yeah. Yeah, yeah brown sugar honey. We had mashed potatoes, stuffing. Sausage stuffing, which I love. I... I'm usually a white trash piece of shit, and I'll just eat uh, stovetop stuffing always. But um, with sausage in it, sausage stuffing is the best. I'm it's just too so lazy to ever make it. Um, mashed sweet potatoes. <laughs> and then, you know, the traditional Thanksgivings of oh, cranberry sauce. And then we got freaking pasta, too. Yeah, because it's Maggiano. So they're like, you get all the all the regular fan faves from thanksgiving but we're also going to give you our faves which was spaghetti and um raviolis yeah the four cheese raviolis and then we got pumpkin cheesecake for dessert salads salad caesar salad and like a lemon pound cake yeah and their bread and we also bought desserts we also bought bought a fruit tart and um a piece of fudge cake fudge cake with cookie dough frosting oh we ate so much on this trip, you guys. I thought I was going to die. I really did. I want, like, laid on the floor after dinner, and I was like, why? <laughs> and that all led up to the whole time we were snacking on fresh baked, because my sister was so adamant about fresh baking them every time, because it only yes. took eight minutes. My sister makes um, the Milk Bar Mama Fuko cookies. The, um, kind of like the compost cookies or yeah. something like yeah. that? Yeah. They've got, like... Candied cornflakes and marshmallows and chocolate chips. They're insane. So So we just make like four or five at a time. But like we made them like three times a day and we just make one cookie each for us and then eat that cookie hot and gooey. And then we just do it again in a couple hours. It was terrible. (laughs) Yeah, we just ate cookies the whole time. (sighs) And watched movies. Yeah. So please write in you guys about your favorite um, movies or Thanksgiving foods. Yeah, what did you guys have for Thanksgiving? Yeah, what are the weird things that you guys have? Because yeah. like like us, we had the Mama Fuko cookies and then not lasagna, but raviolis, Ravioli. which were so good. Yes. So yeah, tell us what what your family's weird weird, weird traditions are. Yeah. All right. Ready yep. to get into the next movie? Let's get into the next movie. All right. 
And we are back with movie number two. The riveting tale of Minnesota-born actress, probably from my favorite movie as a really little kid. See, my favorite movie of all time is Home Alone, but definitely when I was like five or six, Wizard of Oz was right there. So this is the movie. Uh, We'll get into what we thought of it before, but about just the bad times of Judy Garland. (laughs) Which you learned right away that it's not a spoiler, you guys. This movie is not about happy times, Judy Garland. Because yeah. there was no happy times, Judy Garland. You learn. This is right a away. later in life, Judy Garland. Yeah, this um, is broke, drug addict, alcoholic, Judy Garland. Yeah. Let's talk about The Wizard of Oz for a second, though. Because I did not see The Wizard of Oz until I was in college. That's the first time I saw it. Really? I actually saw Wicked before I saw Wizard of Oz. That's fucked up. I saw Wicked like way later and I was like, I don't care about this because I love Wizard of Oz so much. Wicked's cool. I like Wicked. Don't write in and say, go to hell, Josh. I love Wicked because it. But the Wizard of Oz is great. Wizard of Oz is great, but so Wicked is too. It just, it gives you a whole background. Like you now know why the Wicked Witch is Wicked and why she's the way she is. And it makes things so much better. I like it simpler. I like to just know that's a bad person. That's a good person. (laughs) Because no. I was a little kid when I saw Wizard yeah, of Oz. Yeah, but so now, now, like, yeah. as an adult, we saw Wizard of Oz. We saw Wizard of Oz in the theater in Technicolor. In Technicolor last uh, New Year's Day. Yeah, right before when COVID was starting. Yeah. And killing people in China. <laughs> we were like, we can still go to the movies because this is never going to affect us. We went to a double feature of The Wizard of Oz and the original Willy Wonka and the Chocolate Factory. And it was the most magical childhood reminiscence of all I time. hadn't seen... I hadn't seen Willy Wonka, and I obviously yeah, that was hadn't one of seen... the movies we saw where we were like, we should start a podcast. It was, and then Wizard of Oz on the big screen was just it was so fun, extra amazing. Yeah. And <sighs> then that little girl grew up to give birth to Liza Minnelli. She did, and two other children, a bunch of other kids, just two, just, just yeah, two. She had three kids, three kids total. Um, I do like so this movie. Like I said, we said it's it's her adult life. Um, but it did have flashbacks to when, did she, have was, flashbacks when to, she was owned by MGM and working on Wizard of Oz. When it first started. And, yeah. and which was necessary because it kind of it gives you a, a background of why she is the way she is and why she does the things she does and why she's addicted to the drugs that she's addicted to because they were forced yeah, down get, her throat. Yeah, and she wasn't allowed. To, like she had an eating disorder because she wasn't ever allowed to eat as a as a teen. Um yeah, and then she learned that uh, barbiturates would curve the appetite forever. Yes. So you just take pills and booze, and then you stay thin, and then you only have to eat like once a day. Yes. Uh, that's it's so it's such a sad movie. Um, before we watched it, I thought there was going to be at least some light, like it was gonna it was gonna show her rise and then fall, like as an adult. But then, like you realize that her rise was when she was a kid. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. She kind of just coasted on that. Yeah. I mean, Judy Garland did a ton of great things, but. Um, I just, she was so, I, it, it's heartbreaking, really, because she was treated so poorly as a, as a child, you know, as a teen, as an actress, um, and it really did, like, yeah. she wasn't allowed to make any decisions on her own, she wasn't allowed to, to do anything. Yeah, because she was the first actress, I believe, in the first A Star is Born. I don't know. I've never seen any of the A Star is Born. <laughs> <laughs> she's, I believe she's in the first rendition. I know they've remade it many times. So, like, I was, I thought the 70s one was the first one. And then, no, there's a Judy Garland one in the 50s. There could have been one before that. But, 
yeah, The Wizard of Oz, The Star is Born, and then Meet Me in St. Louis were her three big movies. Yeah. And those were all done by the 50s. Yes. Right when she was... Yeah, so she was in her 30s. 15. Yeah. And she died in 69. And she was 47 years old. Still yeah. so young. Yeah, we... And, and it just covers, like, the last two years when she's just broke and... When she's performing in London... Yeah, she gets sent to London because basically, like, her career is so shallow that she's doing, like, shows in, like, lounge bars mm -hmm. with her kids. Where she's singing just the hits. Yeah. It's, like, real sad. Because it was before Vegas was big, so she couldn't just go to Vegas and die. Like, most celebrities, like Donnie and Marie. Donnie and Marie have been killing it in Vegas for 50 years. Yeah, if, the, I, if Vegas would have been a thing, Judy Garland would have been. Yeah, that's where Celine Dion is now. Just killing it. Yeah. Just killing it. So she went to same London. songs from Titanic. She went to London. Where everybody loved her. Everybody loved her. She had a show. It's a five-week run. But or five-month run. Five-month run. But she couldn't, like, uphold it. No, she quit before it was over. Yeah, and, like, even day one, she was, like, too drunk to go out and pulled it together. Yeah. And <laughs> it's funny, because I thought this was going to be, like, a rise and fall thing, too. And my sister kept being like, it's going to get better, right? And it was so funny because my mom wouldn't tell her. Yeah. My mom's like, I don't know. Watch and see. Like My mom treated my sister who's in medical school in her 30s like a child. <laughs> She's like, I don't know. We're going to see together. And all of like me and my mom knew that it was just going to get worse. My, I also did too. Yes. Yeah. You're like, we like, I was oh. like, didn't you know she was young? Because April's like, oh, this will be a nice, happy movie. And I was like, uh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> Renee Zellweger is awesome in it. She did a fantastic job playing Judy. Um, it it was a, it was very good. Yeah, it was not a happy movie, but it was very good. Yeah, the movie is great. It's just like watching any movie like that, though. Yeah, especially when you know what's going to happen and you know the tragedy that 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 it ends in. Um, they obviously don't end the movie with her death. They end it before that, which is yeah, they put like good. right before. Yeah. They end it with her getting married, right? Um, they changed it up a little bit because she did get married and then died like right three up. months yeah. later. But she was still living in London. And in the movie, it shows her and that last husband breaking up. But they didn't actually break up no. before she died. Yeah. Um, he was her fifth husband. She was married five times. Mostly to gay men. Yeah. Which her dad was a gay man. Yes. A gay man. Her dad was a gay man. <laughs> um, she she married the director of kind of the theme of the movies we watch, <laughs> Saint Louis. Um, Meet me in Saint Louis. Meet, yeah, and that was Liza Minnelli's father. Which, when you your mother is Judy Garland and your father is a very handsome gay director, yeah, you're gonna go you, to you kill turn it. out in, to be Liza yeah, Minnelli. You're gonna go on to kill it in cabaret. You're gonna the, always be fucked up, and everybody's gonna very, know. Very very fabulous though. Yes. Yes, because that was she was born at the time that like Judy was draped in gold. So yeah, and then the other two were not quite as lucky. No, and they um, that that's where the movie starts is that they've been kicked out of the hotel they were living in because Judy has no money, and so she sends them to live with their father. He was her third husband. Yeah, he was the third. Um, and she doesn't want to leave them, but she goes to London and then finds out that they're happier there with her father, with their father. Yeah. Than Cause they're her. having a good time. Well, they don't, they're not like forced to perform and stuff. It, there's some structure. Yeah. <laughs> like they yeah, have such just mayhem and mom's blacking out all the time. Yeah. Cause even the kid says in the thing like, Oh mommy, please don't go to sleep right now. Cause she's taking a pill and she goes, Oh no, they're the other ones. Yeah. 
and those are probably worse. Oh, it's just, it's heart. It literally breaks your heart to watch that movie, yeah. but it's so well done. Yeah, the movie is great. Renee Zellweger won uh, Best Actress in a Lead. She won the Golden Globe and the Oscar. Oh, okay. I just checked. I knew she won the Oscar, but I never watched the Golden Globe. She did win both of them, and I think she deserved it for the, for that role. Cause she really did. She lost a ton of weight for it. She did. She really encapsulated how crazy she was and how fabulous of a performer she was. So that was really cool. There wasn't anybody else really gigantic in it Which either. I loved because they kept it. This movie stayed about Judy. It like, was There was no other people. There was nothing fake about it. It was just like, let's hit make a raw movie about one of the greatest actresses of that time. <sighs> so One of the sad. saddest. Yeah. What would you rate this movie? I would give it an eight. It was, yeah. it was very good. Um, I mean, and like I said, like we said before, I knew what happened in the yeah, end. So I. I was well prepared. Um, but I did not, I didn't realize how terrible her rise to fame was and how terrible they were to her. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's, uh, they, they kept having flashbacks to that and it makes you sad because you think about her and like Shirley Temple and I, I mean, later Drew Barrymore the fell Corey Feldman, both the Corey's yeah. name like being in child star sucks. Yeah. As much as like Macaulay Culkin, as much as you like, you like when you're a kid, you're like, Oh, it'd be so cool to be in movies. And then you grow up and like everybody you watched when you're a kid who was a kid, is like all screwed up now. You're like, Oh, cool. Good thing. I'm not doing that. Yeah. But as you get older, like you're like, Oh, and now I understand why they seem like a crazy person now because they were, abused yeah and you in do whatever you want words. when you're famous yeah i'm not even famous and i get to do i i perform and i've been on tv and i've got to do some cool tv stuff and every time you go to any of that like they just give you whatever you want and you get to just kind of like lay <laughs> like you don't get to lay down but like anything you want or like when i do shows especially bigger shows like they're like oh what what would you like in your like little room as far as drinks and stuff. And it's so ridiculous, like, how unimportant I am as a person. <laughs> and how much people give me. It's true. <laughs> like, like, he gets a lot of stuff. Like, it's, like, specific. Like, what specific type of water do you want? Yeah. What else do you want to drink? And I'm trash. So I'm always like, a Monster Energy drink or a Red Bull. And I always just say, or similar. I was right. And they're it's, like, we'll get you whatever you want. And I'm like, I don't care. Yeah. <laughs> because I buy do. like soda and stuff based on it being on sale. Everything I buy, whether it be energy drinks or soda or juice or even like cases of water, like it groceries. all depends. <laughs> groceries. It's all what's on sale. So what I'm told I can have whatever I want. I'm just like, I don't know. Why wouldn't you guys just get this stuff on sale? <laughs> Yeah, spe- like, like, especially when you-, when you do like the big, big shows. I'm like, yeah, when I perform big headliners, like I get, I get whatever I want, and I get like snack trays and meat trays and stuff. And again, I'm like, whatever's on sale. And they're like, what do you like? We're so, and I'm like, we're so Midwest trash that we <laughs> shove it all in the purse. Yeah, to leave <laughs> yeah. My backpack that has my laptop in it usually any show. Um, they always give me like a six pack of like Red Bulls or waters or sodas if I ask for it. And then the food they give me a ton, so I always bring it all home because I'm trash. <laughs> Bring your plastic baggies. Yeah. Oh, God. We went to an Emmy event with, because uh, I travel with Louis Anderson a lot. So we went to an Emmy event with him, and he was, like, trying to get us to, like, steal all the cookies and stuff. It was awesome. <sighs> and we did. And those cookies weren't even good. They weren't. They were just sugar cookies. But we brought had Emmys on them. <laughs> but my purse was full of them. Yeah. And then, like, anytime. I like, was like, we left without him, too. I was like, they're going to stop me, and it's going to be embarrassing. <laughs> yeah, because, like, 
Dan Levy was back there. <laughs> like we met Eugene and Dan Levy. We met the Broad oh. City Girls. We were hanging out with a lot of the Comedy Central people. And like we were all just like, because it's all comics and comics are trash. They're not actors who are special and deserve mm-hmm. things. They're just all pirates. So <laughs> like it was just all of us like trying to think of stuff we could bring home. <laughs> It was just like me and like I'm not gonna out it. Everybody named were fabulous, but I'm not gonna name all the scumbags that were at that because <laughs> uh, us, yeah, we us, it was us. It was, we'd been in LA for one day. Yeah, it was us <laughs> and three other actors were making sandwiches and putting them in bags that we're taking home to eat later because <laughs> they had like a little sandwich set up. <laughs> I don't think it was any of the levies. <laughs> it was not. It was not. They were high. We only talked to them for a minute. Yeah. They were high class. And yeah, we the levies were... were just eating sandwiches. And they only made the sandwiches they were planning on consuming at the event. <laughs> like real like real people who had sandwich money. But us and a few unnamed comics who have their own shows. <laughs> they should they also have sandwich money, but they But there used to be in like me where you travel and you get like one meal per club night. So you try to like you order to the, the biggest thing and then you bring half it to your hotel room to eat it. For lunch, after you get the free hotel breakfast. You go to the hotel breakfast, you're like, how many yogurts can I actually take up to my room and yeah. not look suspicious? Where's the closest Costco? <laughs> that's, that's, a, that's a road hack. I know. If you're listening and you need a road road trip hack. Yeah, go to Costco, Costco hot dogs. Pizza, anything from Costco, basically. It's going to be under $5, and it's going to be way better than... This never f- fits in with the movie we're talking about because Judy Garland never had to do any of this because she was famous since she was a kid. This is the only thing being a child star helps yeah, you. Yeah, she started you like if at you don't two. Have, yeah, you get to always have sandwich money. Always have sandwich money. <laughs> at the end, she probably didn't have sandwich. She was probably like, can I bring home a whole lasagna? <laughs> when she was like with the kids performing at the lounge. Probably like, she didn't probably even think about the hat because she didn't eating. eat it. Yeah, she was like, get my a bunch of candy bars. There's like a scene where she's like eating cake and she goes, oh, that's really good. I wonder if I was just hungry, like, after she'd had, like, a meltdown. Yeah, probably because you haven't eaten a meal in... Five days, yeah. Or years. Yeah. So those were the movies we watched. Yeah. One was great. One was not great. Yeah, they were probably both good. I mean, watch both of them. One had a happier ending than the other. Yeah, Judy had a great ending. (laughs) Judy had a very sad ending. It was very sad. Both of them... Yeah, the other one had a good ending. Both of them had... Great cast. These were both great Thanksgiving movies to watch with your family. We had a good time. Um, don't when, watch Thanksgiving. Don't watch uh, Judy with your family. No. Watch that by yourself. Um, well, Josh was doing his show. Uh, we also watched Rocket Man, which is also. Which we've seen a bunch of times. We've Rocket Man's it. awesome. Rocket Man has a happy ending because Elton John goes to rehab. <laughs> Gets sober and turns his life. Judy Garland. Not necessarily happen. turns his life around because he was still wildly successful, but like turns his personal health around. Yeah. <laughs> So that's another one. You could watch that, too. That's a good family one. We had a good time. Do we watch any other movies? Nope. Nope, that's it. We watched podcasts. And... Yep. So we had a good Thanksgiving. We did. So hopefully you guys did, too. And hopefully you enjoy the podcast. Next week, we'll be back to doing it the way we do it. Yeah. Um, you can check us out on social media. I'm Morgan Girl in LA at um, on Instagram and Twitter. And the podcast is Morgan's First Time Pod on Instagram and Facebook. And I am Josh Floorhog. You can follow me at Josh F. Comedy on everything and joshfcomedy.com. I have no more dates because California is back into lockdown. But we are big on TikTok now, so you should follow us on TikTok and watch yeah. all of our really yeah, wonderful follow us on videos. TikTok because the, the kids don't. <laughs> the kids do we're, not. We're not we, doing good on TikTok. We are, we are the olds on We're TikTok. trying to be cool, but we're not. All right. Until next time, go watch some movies. <laughs>